This is Allergy Proof. It's a community of people who've been through it all when it comes to their health. They're our yours only customers with real stories that really need to be heard. I've been through a lot in my life and my health has really suffered because of it. I spent 30 odd years trying to work out why I was always so sick and it's only now that I've been able to deal with all the physical, mental and emotional trauma to my body. My goal is to continue to build a platform that tells other people's health journeys so for those who can't find answers might find hope or potentially a new path for them to try. Let's normalise these conversations and share them with friends, share them with family I hope that we can help you find some answers for you or someone special as I tackle one topic at a time. Hey guys, can't believe we're here. It's the end of 2021 and this episode is kind of like a bonus episode because this season was just dedicated to people in the yours only community, but I've been getting lots of questions from people asking about my health and where it's at. So I thought I would just do a bit of a wrap up of the year and where things are at. And I've planned kind of like, I haven't really planned this episode in the sense of like what exactly I'm going to say, but I plan the process of my year so that I don't, you know, miss anything when I explain it. But it's been a huge year for me on so many levels, because even though I feel like we've been in lockdown and we haven't achieved that much, I feel like personally and on a health perspective, there's so much that has happened. Like even if I look back to this time last year, I hadn't even worked out that mold was a major issue for me, that trauma was a major issue for me. I guess I was just living this life assuming that I could push past all of my past trauma and stress that I'd had in life and things would just be normal because I'm a happy, cheery person, but all of that lives inside your body and it has to be released somehow. But What I thought I would do is kind of give you a wrap up of who I've seen this year, what changes I've made and kind of some of the results that I've got and what my vision is for the future. So I don't know if many of you know, but if you spend a lot of money on your health, specifically through Medicare, you can hit a threshold. So if you spend over around two and a half grand on medical bills when you use your Medicare card you can actually get reimbursed up to 80% of all of your medical bills going forward. So I hit that threshold, which meant some of my appointments were very cheap. So I saw an ENT because I had a septoplasty and I had my uh, deviated septum fixed. I had just my normal GP. I saw two different naturopaths. I saw an amazing integrated GP who I'm still seeing. I've seen a trauma specialist. And my latest addition into my group of people who are helping me is a chiropractor slash kinesiologist, which I will talk about. So this year, which is insane that it all happened just this year, I found out that I had SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, which basically means that probably the mold and stress has basically gotten all the good and bad bacteria from my gut and push it all the way up into my small intestine, which is directly under my esophagus. So that meant every time that I ate, I felt ridiculously sick and very nauseous. And I went from having diarrhea to being constipated, to being sick, to having brain fog all the time, which is why it was so hard to diagnose. So I'm currently treating that with the SIBO protocol diet, which has been absolutely life-changing. I've been taking Rifaximin to help, but I actually 
relapse. So the rifaximin is a compound uh, drug and it lasts me 12 weeks, but then it keeps coming back, which means I need to keep addressing the root cause, which I will also talk about. I have been diagnosed with um, mold illness, which is also known as SIRS, which stands for Chronic Inflammatory Response Syndrome, which I'm still working on. I am on binders to try and push that out of my system. I'm doing regular sauna sessions and I am trying to do lots of yoga to try and calm down my nervous system. I was also diagnosed with MCAS, which stands for Mast Cell Activation Syndrome, who I also interviewed Scarlett on the same topic earlier this season, which basically means that my body spits out additional histamine to what it should, which means my body is just working on overdrive and I can't tolerate lots of foods and my body just can't tolerate additional stress. And then most recently, since I've started seeing this amazing chiropractor slash kinesiologist, he's basically worked out that the reason why my body is still not really getting better is because my cortisol is on overdrive. So basically my integrated GP has said to me that your body has adrenals and energy and then if you use up all of that energy, it usually sits in either the liver or the kidney and if you don't have that working or functioning properly, if you have a couple of huge days, your body doesn't have the ability to be able to recoup and keep your energy going, which is what's happening to me. Like I would be going on huge photo shoots and then two days later, well, the following two days after that, I would be absolutely wrecked, like couldn't even put a sentence together. So she was like, okay, why is this happening? Because I was saying, you know, I'm fine if I'm on the SIBO protocol diet and then I'm resting all the time, but that's just not feasible long-term. Like I need to be able to eat out and eat more food and variety into my diet. And I also need to be able to have photo shoot days and still be able to go to work. Like I can't just, you know, remove all of these big days from my life. It's not really realistic when I run two businesses. So She sent me off to see this guy who basically said that I've been through lots of various traumas in my life and parts of my brain have basically kind of closed off and it's not allowing my body to function properly. And I've had this high stress in my life where my cortisol is on all the time and it's not allowing my kidneys or my liver to basically recoup, which makes a lot of sense. I've done a lot of reflecting I've looked back at a lot of parts of my life and I've spent most of my life in a high stress situation. If it's not with work, it's with family, it's with friends, because I'm always keen to keep going and impress people and make sure that everybody's happy and not really thinking about myself. So I guess what I've done is I've normalized my stress level and made myself feel like even though this high cortisol is happening all the time. That's just normal for me. And that's just how normal people feel. So I'm working through that and I feel like I've come really far, but it's done a lot of damage in my brain and in my body. And this chiropractor has a long protocol to kind of help me rewire my entire body. So then all of these pills and stuff that I am taking through the integrated GP will start working a little bit stronger and harder to get me to a point where I could most likely eat more, I'm hoping. So 
that's a bit of a sum up of all the things that I've been diagnosed with. And I guess the next step is to kind of tell you about what changes and updates I've made in my life just this year to get to the point where I definitely feel like I'm 80%. And I would say at the start of the year, I was probably 20% at optimum health. So I've come far, but as I said, I'm not really in a position where I can go for runs every day and feel amazing or go out for dinner and feel good. Like that's just not in my realm of life right now. So I have been introduced to a low dose of naltrexone, which I've only kind of recently done a bit of research around. If you are really into the health space, integrated options, and if you've looked at different ways to manage Hashimoto's or other kind of autoimmune diseases or SIBO, essentially it's a drug that is supposed to help people who actually have an opioid addiction and can help uh, detoxify opioids from your body. So for me, what it's actually supposed to do, it's supposed to support my system and make my body hopefully attack it less from, you know, these um, antibodies. And the only real side effect that I was told is that it can cause insomnia, but I haven't had too much of an issue. I do wake up a lot, but I'm kind of falling back asleep. And the other issue is, you know, if I'm in a car accident and I need an opioid because I'm in so much pain, it may not work as well. That's it really. And I'm in the process of increasing my dose to see how I feel. I don't know if it's making me better yet, but I think it's it's definitely a path that I'm trying to take because it's supposed to support my system. And maybe that's why I am feeling a little bit better. We're, we're on that path. Um, I am supporting my body with about 30 different tablets and powders a day, which is costing me an absolute arm and a leg. So I'm hoping that I can get to a point where I can reduce some of it, but I'm slowly introducing a lot more to be able to support my liver function, my brain function, my gut, and my thyroid. I am on the SIBO protocol diet, which basically means that I've removed all like starchy carbs and foods that basically the bacteria in my small intestine would be eating. I moved from a moldy house. So I was living in a place that I felt like was making me worse. So we had two weeks to frantically move out and I feel a lot better since doing that. We're now living in a new place. I haven't had a sip of alcohol all year, which to me is just insane. If you three years ago told me that I wouldn't drink alcohol for nearly a year, next week it will literally be 12 months, I wouldn't have believed you because it was such a part of my culture and of my life. And maybe that's what was also allowing me to have that stress or cope with all of the stress that was going on in my life. And a lot of people ask me, like, do I feel amazing? And I don't feel amazing by not drinking. I would feel worse if I was drinking because it made me feel horrendous. But I miss the culture because obviously we live in Australia and drinking is such a huge part of our lives. And I miss that a lot. I miss the buzz. I miss the feeling of being out and having a drink with a girlfriend and all of that. So it's a mental challenge to have to deal with it. But the fact that I wake up every weekend and don't feel hungover is such a good thing for me. And it's made me really assess my friendships and the way that I live my life. I have also mentioned this, but I had my septoplasty surgery. So I got my deviated septum fixed on my nose and I just cannot express how much it changed my life. I think I've always loved yoga, but it's given me a brand new appreciation for it. Like I actually feel like I can do an entire class and finish it without 
feeling overwhelmed or that I can't breathe properly because I used to not be able to breathe through my nose at all. And all of my breathing was through my mouth, which is just not really recommended when you're doing yoga. So that's been life-changing. I don't snore anymore. I feel like I'm getting more oxygen into my lungs and I'm just living a healthier life just from that. I stopped saying yes to things I didn't want to do, which I think is life-changing. I definitely think it's changed my friendships and the way that people perceive me, but I think it's definitely reduced my stress levels and I don't feel like I need to be out all the time. I can see people have amazing one-on-one conversations with them and feel like I'm really filling my cup and making strong connections. I've changed my life priorities, so I just don't go out as often as I used to and I have one-on-one catch-ups with people. I have phone calls with people and I go for walks at the same time. I have yoga. I'm really trying to focus on really good friendships that, you know, dedicate their time to me and really trying to grow the Yours Only brand. I think, you know, I've been able to step back from a lot of life commitments and connect with people through Yours Only and make friends that I actually feel like I'll be friends with for a really long time that kind of get what it's like to live with health conditions and allergies. Other things that I did was I did get the vaccine. I know a lot of people weren't sure about the vaccine with all of their illnesses, but I worked really closely with my integrated GP on the best approach of how to get the vaccine. And she supported me with lots of tablets to really support my system. And I actually didn't really react. I felt nauseous after the second one, which happens obviously when I have a flare up. But other than that, I feel like I recovered quite well. I have hired a few people through my work just to kind of support me to offload some of the client work and stress, which I'm still working on. So that's a bit of a wrap up of where my health is at. Right now, I I'm tired because I've had a very stressful few weeks. I did have a major flare-up this week, which could have come from stress. I think I might have filled my cup up too much with some salicylates and, you know, all kind of piled into one. But overall, I do feel like I'm feeling better in myself. I'm more confident in myself because I feel like I'm saying no to things that I don't need to. There's less stress in that sense. There's obviously work stress, but it's managing people and all of that stuff. But next year, I have a lot of things that I'm going to do and I'm really going to try and focus on my health and spending time with people that really fill my cup and we can really create strong relationships and make each other grow and become better people. And I am moving offices, which I'm very excited about. My best friend, Elise, and I have got our own office, which we will be moving into in a few weeks. I have also decided to hire a project manager to handle a lot of the work that I've been doing. We are outsourcing the picking and packing for yours only to a really trusted company because it's just been a real big part of our lives and it's taking up way too much time. So now we're going to give that to someone else who I think will really own it. We are launching the Yours Only Lip Balm, hopefully Feb 1, if all goes to plan. And then we are also launching an amazing customer campaign with three customers who I've made really good friends with. And we are going to launch something amazing for the community, which I really hope you guys enjoy, which will be around the same time. I'm getting so many questions about if we have travel options and we are launching with Coat Mini, most likely on March 1, or if all goes to plan. 
I am still going to work with my integrated GP and this Cairo to de-stress my body because next year's plan is to continue to de-stress my body and also work out ways that I can make sure I don't get too stressed or overwhelmed and I'm not putting too much on my plate and basically rewire my entire body to make sure that it can handle any stress and that I can eat more foods. I don't know if I'll drink. I really just need to see how I will feel, but I want to be able to reintroduce new foods into my diet because I still can't eat out at all. I haven't eaten out. I don't even think all year. So I would love to just even have that feeling of being able to be out and just order something from the menu with a friend. You just don't even understand how grateful I would be if I was even able to do that. And then to finish, I have a few questions that are people from the community have asked. I haven't even answered all of them because some of them I'm going to hold on to and utilize when we do more stuff with the community next year. But I had one person reach out and say that they are on the RPAH diet, which is the Royal Prince Alfred Hospital diet, which is the low food chemical diet, which is the salicylates and amines, which I speak about quite a lot. And I guess my first piece of advice is it is really hard. Like I've really struggled at the start, but then by the end I was okay because I guess now my diet is more restricted than that. But I think the number one thing that I will say is don't feel pressured to eat out. I think at the start it was like so stressful for me to work out what I wanted to eat and where I could eat out that it became really stressful and overwhelming and I got a sense of social anxiety from all the pressure. I would remove that pressure and just say to friends, let's eat at my house. I'll come to yours. Let's cook together. And then you've removed that whole stress of your life. The second is get the handbook. They've got some really good recipes in there and some really good meal ideas. Salt is your best friend. Add salt to everything so you can kind of get more flavor that way. Fragrance-free rice is an option. So that's a really good way to add carbs into your diet if you can tolerate carbs. So you can have rice flakes for breakfast. You can have pears as a fruity snack. Chicken and veggies with rice noodles was my go-to. You can have eggs. Like there's lots of actual different options that you can have. You've just got to kind of think a little bit outside the box. One person did ask me what I eat in a day. And to be honest, I don't like to share this because what I am going through and what my body tolerates is very different to any other person that I know. I'm currently on the SIBO protocol diet and I just make sure that everything is low salicylate. But obviously with any diet, I have to consider the fact that I can't have gluten or lactose or anything like that. So I just need to be very cautious and I have really nailed my diet. I know what my triggers are. I know what I can and can't have, but I will not give you a day on a plate because I don't want anybody to compare their diet to me. If you want any specific recipes or ideas for meals, always feel free to ask me because I have plenty up my sleeve. Another question that I get asked all the time is, are we going to make a sunscreen? And yes, it is on the cards, but it is a lot of work because there's so many rules and regulations you have to get through. Salicylates and preservatives are obviously super hard for me to kind of try and weave my way through and making sure the chemicals are okay for our sensitive skin. So I will start the development in 2022. I can't guarantee when the development will finish, but it will start. And then 
next year we are launching our conditioner. We are also launching our secret product, which I am trialing with some customers at the minute. I just want to keep this one a secret because I feel like it'll really revolutionize people's routines, especially those who suffer from psoriasis and a lot of other skin conditions. So I'll keep my lips sealed for that one. Tips for traveling is another one that I get all the time when you've got allergies. And I guess my thing is always just pack your food in advance, plan in advance, always book an Airbnb, somewhere that has a kitchen, take uh, containers that you can take things in, take ice packs, make sure you are near a supermarket or you take enough food that you can actually cook enough meals as much as you can in your itinerary, have enough time dedicated for you to be able to make your own food and make your own meals and just plan and be very, very organized. I plan all my meals when I go on a trip because it might sound like I'm being an absolute drainer, but if I plan all my meals in advance, when I'm on the trip, there's no stress around food. The food's already organized. If everyone's going to get a burger or or something else for lunch, yours is already set. You don't even have to think about it. You save a lot of cash. And you're all good. So that's it really. And I guess I would love to come back this time next year and have another update and say that I'm 95% better and that I can eat more and I'm eating out and I can drink and work is less stressful and that, you know, yours only has grown internationally and people are seeing more results everywhere around the globe. So that will be my goal for this time next year to listen back and hopefully be able to achieve all of those things. But No pressure on myself. I just really want to focus on making myself feel better and inspiring other people to, you know, put their health first if they're going through something similar. And, you know, this season was dedicated to those who do have any sort of health condition. And it's just, you know, scratching the surface of health conditions that do exist. But I do recommend going back and listening to all of the episodes. I know some of them may not be relevant. Like if you don't have eczema, you may not care. But We interviewed a girl called Maddie Edwards who is an incredible person. Like she dropped out of school because she had chronic fatigue and glandular fever and she worked in a cafe and people were telling her all these things about her skin and her eczema and she got into beauty and now she's an incredible influencer that inspires people every day on self-love and shows off her eczema. So There are people and women with amazing stories that could inspire you to do other things in life and really get a different perspective on how people live their lives and that you may not have the worst story in the world. There are other people with harder lives and harder stories than you. So that's my little wrap up for the year. I hope this season has helped you. And if you've got any suggestions for me to interview other people next year, definitely let me know. I mentioned this last week, we are going to have a couple of months break from this podcast because I'm introducing something else that is community focused in January and I'm very excited to launch it. But I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas and a very well-deserved break. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Allergy Proof. I don't ask much of you, but if you could leave us a review to let others know how we helped you or a special someone with new information for your health journey, I would love that. You can follow me, your host, on Instagram at Ashley Templar, spelled A-S-H-L-I, or our skincare brand where all of our guests are our customers at Yours Only Co.